the body of Jesus. This is our verse for today, or our verses, our Bible quote for today, taken from the book of Romans, a fantastic book of the Bible. If you haven't read that recently, can I recommend that you do so? My, it is such a powerful, powerful part of God's word. This is what Romans 12 verses 4 and 5 says. Each of us has one body with many parts. Yeah, we okay with that? This is not deeply spiritual. This is now talking about our human bodies. One body. Does anybody have two bodies? You do? Oh, just one. Okay, good. One body, but made up of many, many different parts. And the parts do not all have the same purpose. Your hand does not do the same as your ear. That's all it means. So also, we, speaking about people who have been saved from their sin and are following Jesus, Jesus is our leader, and we are many people, but in Christ, we are one body. And each part of the body belongs to all the other parts. So what the Bible means when it talks about the the body of Christ, or let me say it this way, what the Bible means when it talks about the church is not a building with a cross on the top. Did you notice that GSIS doesn't have a cross on the top? Yeah? And, and the church, as the Bible defines it, does not mean just a special building where people come to worship God. When the Bible talks about the church, it's not a building, it's people. And it's everyone who has given their whole life to Jesus. The Bible says, we are the church. We are the body of Jesus. Many different people, and and here this morning we just have a few compared to all the millions that are around the world. But all of those who are true Christians come together to make one body, which is the body of Jesus. Many years ago, uh, I was, when I was praying one day, the Holy Spirit asked me a question. He said, John, what are you doing on Sunday? And I thought, is this a trick question? And so I said to, to the Holy Spirit, I said, well, I'm going to church. And the Holy Spirit said to me, never say that again. He, he, he kind of corrected me. And I was a little bit surprised. But he went on to explain to me, you don't go to church. You are church. And my friends, if you are a, a, someone who who Jesus is your leader, who's you've given your life to him, then you don't have to be in a building or a gathering like this to be in church. You're, you are the church wherever you go. You are the body of Christ wherever you go and whatever you're doing. So what do we do on a Sunday? We come to a church service or a church meeting. But we are always the church. We're made up of many different members, all different. Just have a look around. 
Can you find anybody that looks exactly like you? You did? Someone has a twin here. <laughs> We're all different. Even twins are different. And yet, we all make up one body. And so the church is the body of Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27 says, All of you together are the body of Christ. Each one of you is a part of that body. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about having a healthy body. Now, some of us, some of us do things to try and make sure that our physical bodies are healthy. Let me see your hands. How many of you exercise regularly? I don't, I don't just mean, you know, walk to the car or walk from the car to the store. I mean deliberate, intentional exercise. Let me see your hands. A few. Okay. How many of you are very careful about what you eat because you want your bodies to be healthy? Trying to. Yeah. How many of you don't succeed at that? Yeah. <laughs> so there are things that we do to make sure that our physical bodies stay healthy. There are things that the Bible tells us that we should know and ways in which we should live that make sure that the body of Jesus is healthy and strong. And so very quickly, we're going to look at those as we go through our notes and our booklet this morning. Five points. Easy to remember because on your hand you have five digits. On your body you have five digits on your hand. So five points. Number one, this is really important. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. Jesus, the church is the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. The Bible says God put everything under Christ's power. And made him head over everything for the church. The church is Christ's body. Look at this. It is filled with him. Did you know that you're filled with Jesus? You really are. Because you are part of his body. He makes everything complete in every way. But Jesus is the head. We might say he's the boss. Okay, so there is no human being that is, the, that is the head of the church. The body of Christ is the church and Jesus is the head. Who says so? God does. God has established Jesus and given him the position, the place, the responsibility as the head of his body, the church. And we must always remember that. You see, sometimes we like to think that we are the boss of our own life. And we can do whatever we want to do. Well, actually, that's not true. Because when we are, become a Christian, God places us into the body of Jesus. And Jesus becomes the head. That's what it means when we call Jesus our Lord. We acknowledge him. As our head. And we follow his lead. Amen? So that's point number one. Point number two. The body 
is not just one part. So we've already established this. This is not me having a bit of fun, by the way. Do you like that movie, Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, I, I do. I think it's hilarious. But the body of Jesus is not just one part. So the body of Jesus isn't just an eye. Remember, we said the body is made up of many different parts. Not just different in the way we look or the way we sound, but in the way we think, in what we can do. We are just so incredibly different. And the body, God didn't design the church to be just one part. Imagine, and and the the young people are going to do this, they're going to try and draw this. Imagine what you would look like if you were just an eye. There's a translation of the Bible called the message, or it's a paraphrase. And it says something like this. If the whole body were an eye, it would not be a body. It would be a monster. And yet sometimes when, when we're struggling because everybody around us is different and we think everybody should be like me, everybody should think the way I think and be the way I am, we forget that if everybody was the same as me, the body of Jesus would no longer be a body. It would be a monster. And it is important that the body is made up of many different parts who have different abilities, just like the different parts of our body do different things. So the body is not just one part. And here is another important thing. Alone, separate. Let me, let me say it this way. If if. Your eye comes out of your body. Don't try and do that, by the way. Please. But if your eye was on its own, what can your eye do? What can your eye do? Do you think it can see? No. It actually can do nothing. Your eye on its own can do nothing. It's just a lump of cells, pretty impressive cells and lenses all joined together. But when it's separated from your body, it's useless. Don't don't try that. Okay, take my word for it. In the same way, if your foot becomes separate from your body, what can your foot do? It's not a trick question. Can your foot hop separate from your body? That would look weird, wouldn't it? No, it can do nothing. And the same is true concerning the church, the body of Jesus. When we separate ourselves from one another, we can do nothing. Nothing at all. We have no use whatsoever. That's a bit shocking, isn't it? Can you see how important it is that that we not only attend a church service, 
but we join or rather we let God join us to his body. You know, in this church, this beautiful church, the nations, uh, what tends to happen because of the people that make up this church is that people come and go quite regularly. And, and right about now, there are, there are some people getting ready to move away. And we just have to get used to that. And, and we believe that God brings people here. He connects with their life. And then wherever he leads them on, he continues to use them. That is just part of what this church is all about. And, and sometimes people will come to me and say, Pastor, we're just getting ready to move. And I'll say, oh, shall we meet up and just pray a little bit before you go? And one of the things that I always say to people is this. So do you have a church that you can connect with. Why do I say that? Because, my friends, that is the most important thing. It's more important, listen, than having a home to live in. It's more important than having a job to go to. Is knowing that there is a part of the body of Jesus that we can be joined to. Why? For this reason. Because when we are not joined, we, we have no use whatsoever. We can't do anything. Now, this is not my words. This is the words of the Bible. It says here in 1 Corinthians 12, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? You see, when we separate ourselves from the body, it's not only we who are affected, but the whole body. It's really important. Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? And so it's very important to keep a healthy church understanding that we are not all the same. We're not all one single part. And we must stay joined by Jesus Christ. Our next point. What each part does is for the whole body. So not only are we joined by Christ, in Christ, into his body, but that which we do is not for our own gain. Think about your, your natural body again. The things that your hand does. Many, many, many different things that your hand does. Does it do those things for its own purpose? For example, if you have an itch behind your ear, you don't use your toe to scratch behind your ear. You don't use your tongue unless you've got an exceptionally long tongue. You use your fingers. Do your fingers gain anything personally by scratching that itch? No, it does that for the purpose of the whole body. Because if it didn't, your body would go nuts. 
I've never broken a bone in my body and had to have a cast on. Anybody ever had a a cast on? Because you've had broken bones? They tell me that it can be so irritating because you get an itch inside the cast. And you're looking for like a long, thin stick or something that you can... Yeah? The things that the parts of our body do, our feet walk, but they don't walk for their own gain. They do it for the whole body. Our eyes see, not for their own gain, but for the good of the whole body. Can you get the picture? So when we are joined into the body of Jesus, whatever we do will never be for our own purpose, but for the purpose of the whole body. That's a healthy body. So in in whatever we find ourselves doing, whether we're serving, helping, praying for one another, it's not for our own good and gain, but for the gain of the body as a whole. Verses 18 to 21 of 1 Corinthians say this, But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. You see, you may think, I'm going to choose which church I go to. (laughs) But actually, God joins you into the body of Jesus. And he puts you right where he wants you to be. And I'm very happy about that. Because otherwise, I may make a wrong decision. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, There are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Here is the truth. Have a look around it at those who are in this part of the body of Jesus. We all need one another. We all need one another. Another. That is how the body works. And we cannot say to anyone who is our brother and sister in Christ, I don't need you. It's not true. Because they have been placed in the body of Jesus right where God wants them to be for a purpose to bless the whole body. We're talking about having a healthy church, a healthy body. Next thing, each part affects the whole body. So God joins us and makes us as one body. And we, we may think, well, I can just keep myself to myself and I don't affect anybody else. Has anybody here ever been sick? Let me see your hand. Most of us, yeah? So let's say, for example, you have a sick tummy. Yeah? And, and your food is kind of going round and round and round and you think, I think it's going to... I won't say that. <laughs> so is it just your stomach that's affected when, when you're sick like that? No, it affects a lot of your body. And if that food does decide that it's not going to stay in your stomach any longer... Every single part of your body has to react very, very quickly. Or else, 
there's some cleaning up to do. If you are, if you are constructing something and you're using a hammer. Does anybody know what a hammer is? Yep. Don't see them very often nowadays. And, and, and so you're holding this piece of material and you're swinging the hammer with your other hand and you hit your thumb with the hammer. It's only your thumb that hurts, isn't it? Nothing else is affected. Am I right? If you're anything like me, you jump around like a little girl. Squealing, shouting, looking for sympathy, and, and cradling that thumb. Your whole body is affected. And the Bible says that's exactly the same with the church. Let me read these verses. If one part suffers... All the parts suffer with it because we're joined as one. If one part is honored, all parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. This is the beautiful way in which God joins us together in Christ's body so that we are so united And so one that if one of us is hurting, is suffering, we will all experience and know that. And maybe you know somebody right now who's who's sick. Maybe you know someone who's struggling with sin in their life. Somebody who you had hoped and prayed would come with you to the service this morning, but I decided not to. I'm too tired. Somebody who you know God really wants to speak to and help in their life. God wants you to do something about that. God wants you to respond as part of the body of Jesus. And keep talking to them. Keep praying for them if they're sick. Go pray for them to be healed. You say, well, I've I've never done that before. It's a good time to start. And some people say to me, I don't know if I've got the gift of healing. Do you know what? If you know somebody who's sick, guess what God's going to give you? Gift of healing. These gifts that the Bible talked to us about, they're not things we collect. They're not like, you know, cards or trophies or certificates. You don't go to a healing class And at the end of the healing class, Jesus gives you a gift of healing certificate. No, my friends. You know, so you're walking down the street and and this, this elderly lady trips over. She falls. She hurts herself badly. And you have to open up your your little certificate wallet. Now, do I have the gift of healing? Oh, my goodness. No, I don't. Sorry, madam. Can't pray for you to be healed. I don't have that gift yet. If you come across the needs, God will work through you. If you will just put yourself in that place. I don't feel like I've got it. Nothing about feeling. It's about believing what Jesus said. And and listen, young ones, I'm talking to you as well. I have had a three-year-old... Pray for me when I was extremely sick. 
I had been in bed for five days, not because I was lazy or tired, but because I did not know how to get out of that bed because I was in so much pain. And I was laying there and I heard downstairs in the room, downstairs, a three-year-old praying like this, Lord Jesus, you can do anything. It was my granddaughter, Laura. You can heal my granddad now. And in that moment, I was instantly healed. So young ones, don't think that God only works through us oldies. No, he'll work through you if you'll just let him. So each part affects one another. Last point. The body is healthy and strong as each part does its job. Imagine if your leg, your left leg, suddenly decided it was not going to work anymore. Your body would soon get very unhealthy. True? When we, as the body of Jesus... When we refuse to do the things that Jesus has told us to do, we might say, Jesus, you're my leader, you're my Lord. But then he says to us, so go pray for sick people. And we say, no. Or go tell your friends about me. We say, no, I'm too shy. We're refusing to do the things that God gives us to do. We're like parts of our body that refuse to work. And the Bible says, let let me read it to you. He joins and holds together, this is Jesus, the whole body with its ligaments providing the support needed. So each part works to its proper design to form healthy, growing and mature body that builds itself up in love. You see, I believe that the nation's church is a very, very healthy church. And this is one of the reasons because we're constantly being encouraged to do what Jesus tells us to do. As members of his body, to do what he's designed us to do. That, that is one of the ways in which we can experience a wonderful, healthy church. A wonderful church healthy body. Really simple, really practical points this morning. Take them home. Take the booklets home. Read them again. Don't pray on them for too long. Just do them. Just embrace them. Just allow God to lead you by his spirit and you will experience this beautiful health and strength and maturity in your own personal lives and in your wonderful church family. Did you get it? Good. Amen.